Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Free to a Good Home podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me this week, as always, is co-host of the show and television star of The Checkout and newly ABC-showed Story Club. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very married. Now, yes, you I are. am, and I don't mean that pejoratively. I don't mean that in a kind of the old ball and ball chain. chain. But I am, insofar as marriage is a binary proposition, I am on the yes side of it. Right, but marriage isn't a binary proposition, as we've discussed uh, through length with a lot of Craigslist ads. You know, that's true. Those marriages are hazy. That's well. I mean, in the eyes of the law, it's a very much yes or no. Yeah, but in the eyes of Craigslist, it's that's, very that's very true. That net has holes in it. I had a like lo- a good net does. Just like. <laughs> uh, I How had, was your wedding? It was great. It was there was a lot of food, a lot of fr- you were there. I was there. You and one of the hot look, look. When I saw my intelligent, brilliant, beautiful wife for the first time in her dress coming down the aisle, that was I didn't think that moment could be topped. Uh-huh. But then uh-huh. uh, a drunk guest who was a friend of Anya's mm-hmm. cornered you for a while mm-hmm. and I just heard out of the corner of my ear yep. that she was Pretty sure you were Benjamin Law. Yes, uh, that is the thing that happened. Who is an Asian writer? Mm-hmm. And then when you corrected her, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure she said, "Oh, he's another Chinaman." Yes, <laughs> um, that is the thing that happened. She uh, and look, this this is the thing that happens to me. Not on the reg, but I'd say like once a month. So I guess on the reg. So is it Benjamin Law that you usually? It's get it's, it's Benjamin Law, or it's you know Ronnie Chang, or yeah. it's you know uh, Lily Chan, Chan yeah. or Jackie Chan. It's like yeah. you know other. It's it's like someone has seen me do a thing, and they've seen another person who looks yeah. Asian do a thing, and they're like, oh, that's the same. And that's yeah. you know it happens enough that I realize it's an honest mistake. It's a whatever. It happens enough that I'm used to it. Sure. But it was the follow up apology that was, oh, I'm sorry. I just know that Anya is friends with a Chinaman. Ah. And then I was like, oh, no, <laughs> what? No, is that what we call? But that's a, that's amazing. And then she said, oh no, sorry. I don't know if he's a Chinaman. Or actually, you know what? I don't even know if you're a Chinaman. Stop saying Chinaman. Why is that Chinaman so much? <laughs> Every lady? time you say Chinaman, you make this worse. I also Ugh. don't like. I don't know this woman very well at all. But the fact that she logged in her head. Anya was friends with somebody who was Chinese and, re- and put put that in the old sort of file of facts. Oh, well, I certainly take note of people who have friends who are Chinese. Sure. Um, because otherwise they could be racist. <laughs> That's the thing you got to know. Um, before we talk anymore, um, should, we interview, should we introduce our guest? Yes, let's. Uh, this person is a very funny comedian you would know, listener, from uh, the band The Axis of Awesome. You would know him from his various improvised comedies as well as a semi-scripted show. Uh, that he has taken to Melbourne Fringe and will soon be appearing at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yes, uh, and now he is the... What's the last Pokemon? Is there a last Pokemon? Um, Schindler's Pokemon? I don't know, but we have caught them all because he is the last <laughs> oh, member of Axis of Awesome. That made my thing sound much terrible. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen... Please Schindler's Pokemon? <laughs> Lee Namo! Hello, thank you for introducing me how I requested. <laughs> Schindler's it was, Pokemon. It was an odd rider, but we stuck to it to the letter. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there is a last Pokemon. I think it's just you get them all and then you... Look, I don't know. What, I'm out of my depth. So you could Pokemon. actually you could actually be the last Pokemon you catch could be like Pikachu. Like the, uh, yeah. the, 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 most, the most... The most famous. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Which is the opposite of the case with me. I'm the, the grey man of the Axis of Awesome. <laughs> people often come up to me when I'm standing with Jordan and Benny and hand me a camera and say, can you take a photograph of me with two thirds of the Axis of Awesome? <laughs> that has actually happened more than one Oh occasion. my God. I feel your pain. I was... Um, I I far less often than you get occasionally recognized and when it does happen 
Um, I'm usually somewhere rural um, in, a, in a winery. <laughs> yeah. And not so long ago, uh, me and friend of the podcast, uh, a lot of friends of the podcast actually, including um, fellow checkout person Zoe Norton Lodge, mm-hmm. um, we were at a wine tasting in uh, Tasmania. And you guys, are, you are doing nothing for the stereotype of people who work at the ABC, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was, we were down there for the Beret Convention. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the lady who was doing the wine tasting lent into me and quite conspiratorially was like, is that Zoe Norton Lodge from the checkout? <laughs> and I was placed in a somewhat awkward position because I was really fine to be like, yes, it is actually, go say hi, she's lovely. Mm-hmm. But I think people who were around me felt that I needed something mentioned, which was so much worse. Yeah. Like so, yeah. so much. Like when you get handed oh. the camera, you're not just like, you, you'd die if someone was like, oh, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, often Jordan and many do that and go, yeah. or you can just... There's, a, there's an atmosphere there and it's like Jordan and Benny are like, oh, we know something that you don't know yeah. and I have a giggle. And yeah. So just to be clear, Ben, you're saying that you would have been fine just to, just to go, oh yeah, jo- go talk to Zoe. But yeah. everyone else was like, oh no, don't you know that he's yeah. in the yeah. check out of, he's oh, also on television. You idiot, you idiot. Yeah. It was so bad because then- And that's the most awkward thing in the world, right? Because you know, I don't give a shit, but, but that's the thing. they and think you do. And the, that's what the problem could be. Yes. And I basically just shrunk into myself. And the woman... That's an amazing ability you have. Yeah, I yeah. did. I was like a little turtle. <laughs> turtle? Yeah. Inside, uh, bigger it, on the inside yes. than the yeah. outside. Um, <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> uh, and, but she had the best possible reaction, mm. which was to look at me and go, all right, and then move <laughs> on. <laughs> Do you reckon that's... Uh, I, I don't care, or oh yeah, I, I know I don't care for yeah, your parts. I actually think it checkout. might be the second thing. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't know if it was. Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, you're very distinctive looking. <laughs> she, on the other hand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she knew you would know that that was Zoe from the checkout. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. you. She knows you're from the checkout. If anyone's going to know, it'll be you. <laughs> she, maybe oh. she thought that I. She knew I was from the checkout, but she thought that there was a chance that I hung out with people who looked like people <laughs> who were from the checkout. <laughs> oh, like you had some sort of uh, like kind of mental problem yeah where you needed to like fill your life with the same people from on camera yeah yeah ma- yeah, yeah. Mm. we had it we had a uh, craig Rucastle impersonator our honeymoon it was very sexual so <laughs> <laughs> like that julian morrow you got to be your celebrant at the wedding that's true yeah because julian was i was saying this to you before the taping actually that that julian was our celebrant and um uh he is actually a proper celebrant like he did a course years ago All i right. think to marry a couple of friends um, and he actually said to us, do you want me to do this as a freebie? He'd done a, a wedding for a friend of ours and he was great. And we just said, just play this with a totally straight bat. We want a really, really short ceremony. And he was like, well, this is what I do for a living. So absolutely. Like, I'm just happy to read the words I need to read. But I think a lot of the, like, a lot of the guests, he'd say like completely innocuous things. And then the guests would be like, oh, bloody you japester. Like, <laughs> like he'd be like, there's some seats up the front. And they'd be like, oh, I don't bloody think so, mate. <laughs> I'm going to get up there and there'll be no seats. Yeah, I'm going to get slimed. <laughs> those, those chaser boys, they do the pranks. They do the pranks. <laughs> can, I, um, can I prompt you to tell, to, to tell a story that you told me off air? Yeah. Is this about, a wedding story? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was at a wedding just this weekend gone of... Uh, so the, the priest was doing a little bit of improv in the ceremony, uh, which <laughs> An is always, always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So someone, he put his hands behind his back and someone did his hands. And, uh, it, it, it never ends. Uh, and, and he, he went off script kind of halfway through and was like, I want to demonstrate how powerful love is. And it's, you know, divorces are happening a lot these days. Can the parents of the bride and the parents of the groom, please stand up. And the parents of the bride stood up and they're sitting next to each other and the parents of the groom stood up and they were kind of 
on the same row, but at either end of the row. And I was like, mm, and then a weird, and he goes, see, see, they're still together. This is a, this is an example of of how love lasts. Love is love is eternal, and it, you know, divorces are happening so common, and that shouldn't be. And it's great. You guys are excellent. Give them a round of applause. And like, the bride side clapped quite heartily, and the groom side were like, uh, because the groom's parents are divorced, and. That's such a clearly delineated like uh, areas of applause as well because of the <laughs> yeah. way that the church or yeah. you know, would be set out. Man, oh. yeah. that yeah. applause do, is happening. Do in, in... a modicum of research. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one question. Yeah, well, two questions, I guess. Oh, Same question man. twice. But like, especially because, and I said this to you before, like, especially because statistically. Mm. You are probably going to be wrong about yeah. that, right? Yeah. That's the point he's you've, making. Yeah. There's so many yeah. divorces. You've got, <laughs> you know this. <laughs> you've got a one in two chance and there are two couples you're asking. So that doubles yeah. down, doesn't it? Yeah, like that, that makes much. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I mean, he went on to later call the groom by the wrong name. So I don't, <laughs> I mean, this guy. Was isn't the priest m- Father Ted? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness. But wow. Yeah. Weddings are great fun. And I'd like to thank uh, all our listeners who um, didn't come to the wedding. Despite the fact that <laughs> despite, I told them to. Despite the fact that you told them to. We <laughs> did. I think we spoke about this. Uh, we did have a pig in a hat, which was something that we spoke on the podcast before and uh, how it was actually quite hard to affix. We, we, we thought it would be quite hard to affix the hat to the pig. And it was mm. because the pig was much bigger than we. It was the classic. It was the classic Frida Goodone problem. Yeah. We were told the pig was a tiny pig. It's not. It was just a young pig, and now it's very large. But mm. it did last on the pig's head, um, I think, till the end of the ceremony. Wow! And then, uh, and this is absolutely true. It was a wedding miracle. Uh, a goat ate it <laughs> <laughs> right off the back of the pig, and then ate wow. the pig. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shall we get into the classifieds? Well, before we do, oh, yes. if, if I could just remind you how your own fucking podcast works. Uh-huh. Go on. Um, we usually, when we have a new guest, which Lee is, mm. we usually ask first of all. We didn't talk about snack report, but but you know you didn't bring any snacks, so it's fine. I brought my bloody Fitbit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a snack. Hey, we have the same Fitbit. Yeah, we're the worst. Um, <laughs> I do not have a Fitbit. I could have pretended I do fat though. Lee, <laughs> fat <laughs> Lee. Uh, yes, let's begin by asking Lee. Uh, so this is a podcast about classifieds. Uh, we go through Gumtree and Craigslist and others and find out the best stuff to talk about. Lee, have you ever bought or sold anything on the internet? I have. Um, I have. I've sold. Well, I tried to sell one thing, and it's actually a bit of a sad story. I I used to play bassoon because uh, you're a cool I'm guy. A cool, super cool guy, <laughs> Richie Didge. Sorry, I mean this is so embarrassing. Not for you, weirdly, in a story about you playing bassoon. But what's the bassoon one? Uh, bassoon is the long, it's often called the farting bedpost. It's, <laughs> it's maybe up to like, uh, oh, gee, maybe a meter long, maybe a bit longer. And it sits diagonally across your body and then uh, it has a crook and a double reed. And so a yeah. boom, it's like boom, a, boom, 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 boom. if you yep. can imagine, uh, it's halfway between an oboe and a tuba. Yeah, mm. it's a good. It's like an oboe and a tuba got busy. Yeah, they made a bassoon. <laughs> yeah, instruments don't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, it, yeah, so the oboe is the other double reed in the bassoons, and then the contra bassoon. Now, look, if you want to go into it, we can, <laughs> we can turn the mics off and really get and get you deep played and dirty. bassoon for how long? Oh, ooh, gee, maybe about five or six years. And, and this is when you were a child, when you were an adult, when, when I was at high school. So when I when I start, like when, the when peak I'm, of your sexual abilities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that it was a very short peak. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm peaking. Here's a bassoon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they need to give it to you because you were too powerful. <laughs> like Lee's getting too big for his boots. Contain that sexual energy. <laughs> it, uh, it was because the school I went to, the high school, Leeton High, a shipment of instruments had gone missing in that area and a bassoon had turned up at that school just like uh, no one claimed it and other schools had similar reports and they were like, oh, can anyone play bassoon? Does anyone want to play bassoon? I was like... <laughs> 
Yes, please. <laughs> Wait, so this was the result of like an Australia Post fuck up or something? I think so. The like, wrong instrument. And somewhere else in the Leeton High School area, there's like a kid being like, yeah, and he's got to play a trumpet or something cool. He's still waiting for his bassoon. Yeah. To, and uh, that kid grew up to be the Cat Empire. <laughs> 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 so I played bassoon, and then when I left that school, because they had their own bassoon, uh, which were different school, my parents were like, well, you're showing real aptitude for this <laughs> terrible instrument. <laughs> We're going to buy you one. And they lashed out and spent three grand on a bassoon Whoa. for me. Which, yeah. And this was in the mid to late 90s. So even so now that would be that's a lot. That's $3 yeah. trillion dollars That now. was the yeah. bassoon boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the bassoon? <laughs> Uh, so, so, but then I, I kept the bassoon with me when I left home, and I was kind of a student in Sydney and quite poor. And I was like, I think were I was, you studying bassoon? No, uh, no I, I'd right. given up bassoon by this stage. But I was sitting in my cupboard, and I, I was right. like, it stuck with you like a um, hefty ball around you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I took it with chain. me everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, what? Ugh, I need money. I, I think I was, you know, like I had left a job and didn't, you know, you know, it's like when you be a student, but you need oh, money. Yeah. And I was looking through my cupboards. What can I sell? Oh, I've got the bassoon. Well, that was worth three grand. I bet I could get about a grand for that. That'd keep me going for a while. Mm. So I started an eBay account and posted it on there to try and sell it. And uh, I got zero bids. No one, uh, no one wanted to buy my bassoon. And then I dropped it to eight hundred bucks, and no one wanted to yeah. buy it. Well, and that I, was because it was around the great bassoon crash. Yeah, yeah. the bassoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I felt like it was like the universe going, "You're doing a bad thing." Like, yeah, your parents paid a lot of money for this. And so, you're so did you tell them that you were doing this? I think after, like maybe a year after, I was like, "Oh, funny story. I tried to sell that bassoon you bought me for like a fraction of the price, and no one bought it. So I've still got it." Wait, so. Even at eight hundred bucks, no one bought it. Yeah, yeah, no, I still got that bassoon, and I, <laughs> I use that. I use that in my comedy show now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Can I, can I ask? Is there or has there ever been a, like Andre Ryu of bassooning? <laughs> like, or uh, by which I mean, a could be a gap in the market yep, for Stadium yep. Spectacular bassoon um, odysseys. Yeah. <laughs> or if it's not going to be you and. You showed a lot of aptitude and yeah, you've I've got a lot of showmanship, so I don't know why it can't be. But if it's not to be, and if you hold on to that bassoon, when bassoon Andre Ryu comes a knocking, that is going to skyrocket in value. Yeah, it's, oh. it's going to suddenly be like a, a new sex. Because now the violin is so much more sexy. Thanks yeah. To, yeah. He's violin, isn't he? Really? Yeah, he's yeah. violin, yeah. yeah. Or viola, or he's some sort of small stringed instrument, I believe. I think it's. A, I think. Oh no, he's gigantic, and it's a cello. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to wait until I'm like. Mid fifties and my hair is like shoulder length. Which okay, yeah. At the rate it's growing is is only a certainty. <laughs> you can't see this. I'm quite bald. I have I have one more bassoon question for you because the bassoon's quite a large instrument. It's probably a it probably does a low sound, right? So it does. Would would I be right in saying it doesn't do a lot of melodies? It's mostly just bass. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's not there's not a lot of lead bassooning going on, is there? There is almost zero. So is it the bass guitar of the woodwinds? Yeah, but 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 then there's like a whole bunch of other bass guitars because there's like in an orchestra you've got yeah but yeah in the woodwinds yeah sure but then you've got like cellos and maybe even a contrabassoon and right and so this is like awkward mid ground you're saying yeah and the, yeah, the a cello can carry a tune what are you don't don't throw cello in with your bloody bassoon mate <laughs> yeah okay okay guys. there's a lot of bassoon ragging and a lot of bassoon hate going on and... how big does it other other question how big this is, and this is my last bassoon question. How big does an orchestra have to be to justify having a bassoon? Because if there's a 10-piece orchestra and they've got a bassoon, you're going to be like, I'd rather have another violin, right? You're going to want another good instrument. What's the, are you asking what the last Pokemon in the orchestra <laughs> is? <laughs> Whereas if you have like 100 instruments in your orchestra and you don't have a bassoon, you're like, come on, you could probably fit a bassoon in there. Get you know rid of I mean? one of the triangle guys. Yeah. 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 Give them a yeah. bassoon. Uh, look, the thing about the bassoon is that like so other instruments... 
might be a bit more versatile. Yeah. Like I, I think, and I could be wrong in saying this, but I think maybe like you can adapt flute parts for violin, like like the lead, oh, the melodies I, I see and what stuff. You mean. Yeah. But mm. I think bassoon, it's like it's just it's, it's just such like a weird a, instrument. Only bassoons yeah. can bassoon. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's more about the music you're playing than anything else. Yeah, and and quite often it's like. I, I did join actually a trio with a flautist and a viola and we did some wedding gigs. I'm just so, I'm sounding cooler and cooler by the minute. And we, we played Packle Bell's Canon and the bass ben, part of that is just yeah. the same. You've just, been wed, you've just been wed and you did not even think to have a bassoon flute <laughs> of strings trio yeah. at your wedding. Yeah, this you was, had a pig. This was kept from me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got good news. Um, you can get married again. <laughs> All right, shall we get stuck into the classifieds, gentlemen? Yeah. Uh, this one is taken from Gumtree. Oh, for those of you who've never listened to the show before, mm. um, this is a show where we go through the classifieds and find stuff to talk about. Indeed. Uh, this is taken from the Newcastle area in Islington. Hello, Islington. Or Islington. How do you pronounce that? I-S-L-I. Which state are we talking here? Uh, Australia. Is a state mm-hmm. probably New South Wales? I would guess. I, w- I always just say you know Angel Islington on the map. Yeah. yeah, I say Islington. I say Islington. Okay, Islington. But I don't no know- emails, please. <laughs> but I don't know if this is Newcastle, Newcastle. What says Newcastle area? Is this lovely Newcastle? I assume lovely Newcastle. No, it's terrible Newcastle. What's the lovely Newcastle you're talking about? Have I, have I said this on the podcast once that I once got. Egged by a bong in Newcastle. <laughs> I think we have talked about somebody. That. It sounds like a great Cypress Hill album. <laughs> <laughs> Egged by your bong. <laughs> okay, so you can go back through the archives and find that story because. Yes. Uh, and this <laughs> is entitled "Exclusive Medical Distribution Business for Sale." Ooh. Urgent. Oh. One hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Okay. So, you know. Okay. Now, you're gonna get rid of this quick. Urgent. Is this sorry, is this on Gumtree? It's on Gumtree. Wow. You know where you can also buy? I don't know. A, a vase? Yeah. <laughs> Some moving boxes for free. $175,000. I have a fully patented, in quotation marks, and uh, well, <laughs> trademarked, in quotation marks, handheld lung physiotherapy device available for a 50% share holding. All hospitals currently within Australia and to a lesser degree in New Zealand carry this much acclaimed 100% natural lung exerciser as a stock item. All quote-unquote respiratory specialists. Again, a lot of quotes in this. Yeah. Uh, worldwide are very much aware of this medical device. <laughs> very much aware yeah. of this medical device. <laughs> I now have a marketing position available to enter the most significant Chinese market. Uh, the device China? Has been, yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the device has been launched in Hong Kong. Uh, this would suit... Uh, I think that's talking about previously it's been launched in Hong sure, Kong. Sure, sure. And now we're moving to China, I think is what he's yeah. saying. This would suit a medical nurse or person interested in natural health, past yearly sales report, gross income of $250,000, we have a healthy profit margin. The market within Australia has not been touched. Except you told me that everyone already has one of these, didn't you? Ah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and as such would, be, would retain this strong holding. Your investment is 100% guaranteed by stock. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so the value of those stocks are not guaranteed though, right? So <laughs> it's guaranteed that you will have stock. Yeah, in a worthless company. I think it's going livestock. <laughs> There's a cow who is giving this the stamp of approval. <laughs> uh, full training, terms considered. I've opened an office in Hong Kong and I urgently need marketing help. Please review the product website. Uh, it's called Turbo Fort. <laughs> so so is, is he now, has that ad changed from wanting to sell something to now needing marketing help? It's, or is it's, that just, I need money to get marketing help? I think, it's, I think what it is, is you will work for him and do marketing oh. and you will pay him $175,000 for the privilege. Oh, wait, that does <laughs> sound then, spicy. And then you get stock as a result. Now, it's unclear whether it's shares as in stock or it's stock as in he'll just give you a load of the stock of this. Because you once lung, you have one lung physiotherapy right. device... 
I mean, okay, at a, at a, at a pinch you want two because you've got two lungs. Mm. But that's too many after that. <laughs> no, surely it's you have to collect them all. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a most attractive range of quote-unquote nano-silver Compression socks, fully approved, already in the marketplace included. This is a fully unique business opportunity. Yep, that is true. It is very unique. N- nano silver socks? I don't know what that is. Uh, just walk right in and start earning cash immediately. Please contact me directly on any of the below details. And this is from Peter G. Crawford. Uh, and he's listed his Viber and WhatsApp and Skype details because he's clearly a uh, fraud. I, I, would, I don't <laughs> well, mean, I don't thing. know. This is and the thing. This is we... the picture. Look. There we go. Oh, okay, yep. It looks like an asthma puffer with a ball bearing inside. So that could be huge or that could be tiny. Yeah, yeah. there is that absolutely no That could fit no inside scale. your lung or yeah. that could... It's not uncock-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the most comfortable of apparati. Now, look, that. I uh, am worried about um, defaming this man. Um, now that we've given out his name. Yeah, which will probably beep. Okay. Um, <laughs> you never edit anything on this show. Right? <laughs> I listen to this show a lot and you always say, oh, well, we'll edit that out. No, no, <laughs> you never yeah. edit. Um, but do you know what this smacks of? It smacks of a scam by committee. There's just too many cooks in this scam. It's like if all of Ocean's Eleven got together and everybody had a different idea and then somebody was like, and then Danny Ocean was just being really conciliatory and be like, well, we can take some of your sort of Hong Kong respiratory yeah. idea this, and we can take yeah. some of your fake stocks idea, Don Cheadle, <laughs> and your Julia Roberts, the fake marketing job. That can go in there too. Yeah. So this is like if Danny Ocean was played by uh, famous diplomat uh, Banky Moon. Very much so. Oh, wouldn't that be good? <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> ben, I have a business opportunity for you. That's it. It's a movie. No. <laughs> it's just so much money. Like I, I know, right? For, and it's like for $175,000 on Gumtree, I could probably buy several million horses, I believe. Yeah. And also like when it's like this would suit an entry-level nurse. I don't know a lot about nurses, but no, it wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. I, like I'm, the only thing, like, the famous thing about nurses in this country is that they are very underpaid. Yeah. yeah. What well, kind of nurse has $175,000 laying around? I'm married to a vet nurse and it's definitely not a vet nurse, I can tell you that. <laughs> if she does have that kind of money, then I need to have a good hard chat with her. <laughs> now, Lee, because uh, you said you're married to a vet nurse, uh, is that that's kind of a euphemism because I know for a fact that your wife uh, she puts down dogs for a living. <laughs> is, that, is that so? Is that a, a vet nurse? Is that what they're called, or does she have a specific name that you don't want to say? I think she does more than that, Hing. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just call her the, the black fog, and she just walks through like with a, with needles, just like injecting dogs surreptitiously. No, she's a vet nurse, and yeah. she. I and think you're one sa- of her many jobs. That's right? like, you're saying that because I once told you that I, I had to help her. She had a, a hip operation and couldn't lift anything heavy. Mm. I went to pick her up from her work and she was like, can you help me put this dead dog in the work freezer? And it was like a huge like 40 kilo black dog that I had to put into a, a, a plastic bag the whole time crying. And just, <laughs> <laughs> just was wholly not prepared for that situation, which oh, she does on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. So what you yeah. just said, by the way, was akin mm. to saying... Now, I know you say you're a doctor, but that's just a euphemism for, you know, you put your fingers in people's bottoms, right? That, that's kind of your bag. Like, <laughs> like, like you put your hand in there, up their throat and like move their mouth around yeah, and yeah. make them talk. Like, I'm very sorry, Lee's wife, Marlo. I apologize. Um, she will not listen to this. I can guarantee she is not a fan of my work. <laughs> uh, shall we move on, Ben? Do you have one you want to do? Yep. I, every now and again, um, something comes along to this podcast that changes the game. Um, most recently, it was Lee. <laughs> say before that, microphones. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we used to just go door to door, <laughs> shouting bullshit at people until the cops were called. 
Um, then we bought a computer, yeah. and it was people, people were begging us to sell them insurance or knives. Yeah, and we refused to. A listener and friend of mine um, recently moved to Darwin with her baby boy, mm-hmm. and she uh, emailed Question. me. Yeah. Uh, is that a actual baby boy or a that's her boo? Like a bae. Yeah. yeah like a oh, are we talking like, I want to say hey, baby, baby boy, boy is like l- early 2000s R&B, R&B yeah. speak. Yeah. No, it is her, her baby. Right, her child boy. Her child. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got in touch with me a while ago saying, I think you need to see this because it might suit your podcast. And she wasn't wrong because in the internet um, on Facebook, there is a thing called Darwin um, Buy Swap sell and wanted, which is a Facebook group for people in Darwin, which is the capital of um, the Northern Territory. Right. Um, I, I wasn't saying, I know I was looking at you when I said that, uh-huh. but I was thinking about the people who listen who aren't you. Yeah. There are those people, right? Yeah, no. It's, um, so there's, for our international listeners, Darwin is one of the more remote capital cities in yeah. Australia and it is sort of tropical and it's well known for being kind of, I, I would guess in America, uh, the American equivalent would be like Florida, I would guess, right? Sure. Yeah. A lot of, lot of crocodiles in, yeah. in yeah. Darwin? Crocodiles, yeah. alligator type things. So if you um, want to look up the kind of, if you want a very superficial character of Darwin, yes. you should look up the headlines of their uh, newspaper, the NT News. The front pages the are front always, pages, they're always quality. Mag- I think the most famous one was, um, not only was it amazing, this was on the front page, let alone in a news- newspaper, of a man who... Uh, on New Year's Eve one time, put a firework in his bottom um, <laughs> and then blew off his genitals from Darwin. Oh, oh um, they had a picture of him with the headline, Why I Stuck a Cracker Up My Clacker. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and that man ended up suing unsuccessfully, Anya told me the other day, uh, the NT News for Defamation. <laughs> and they were like, truth is a defence, sir. <laughs> did you or did you not put a firework in your bottom? Um, yeah, look, I did. I just didn't, wa- <laughs> just, I didn't want you to tell anybody about it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's my bottom. <laughs> Especially um, the, the the headline "Why I Why I Stuck a Cracker in My Clacker" suggests that it was an editorial like written by him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got a scoop of like. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, I guess defam- defaming people and also wedding highlights, Ben, mm-hmm. uh, your brother's uh, speech <laughs> at your wedding, uh, Lee, was. It was great. So a, a lot of tension has been built up because Ben and his brother obviously have had this sort of 25-year prank war going on. All right. There's been a lot, you know, a lot happening and everyone was kind of like, what's, you know, what's Matt going to do at the wedding? How's he going to ruin Ben's wedding? What's he going to do? <laughs> yeah. But I think Matt's a kind of a grown adult right now. So, so he's, he's not going to just turn up in a Superman costume, although there was some... There was some I discussion guess. that he might do that. Wait, yeah. did he have like a woman in a morph suit or something? Was that his? <laughs> he was yes, building he's, a he's woman? constructing a person of, of indiscriminate gender, did of, he of bring nondescript that gender. To your wedding, that yeah. was his what date. His plus one. Somebody said to me before the ceremony, someone who knows me and Matt and knows about the morph suit very well. Bef- like moments before the ceremony, he was like, "Oh, I reckon Matt might be using the morph suit today." And I was just like, "Well, don't, don't, don't mention that. Like, that's the worst thing." Immediately you Immediately tenses up. Cannot enjoy his wedding. Anyway, so when the speech, when it came time for Ben's brother's speech, and to, up until this point, the speeches had been lovely. They had been very heartfelt and very touching. And you know, there were tears shed in the audience from just pure happiness. Matt gets up and goes, um, "I um." You know, it's, it's tradition for um, the, the brother of the, the groom to do a bit of a joke at the start or say something, you know, reveal a bit of dirt from Ben. I don't really know what to say because Ben's such a mature adult. But um, one time when he was 11, Ben stuck a marble up his bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes of applause. <laughs> crowd just carrying yeah, him yeah, up yeah, on their yeah, shoulders. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was and, and making it worse was, was that my mother was next to Matt and she was trying to indicate that he had it wrong, that I was four, but all she did was hold up four fingers <laughs> and go, four, no, four. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I can see how people would then misinterpret that. Yeah. To think it was not one but four marbles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Ben, the Darwin Buy Swap Swap. So I just page. want to give you a little, we don't have to talk about this one, but I just want to give you a little taste okay. of, of what a glorious place is. Because also, what separates from Gumtree is you get responses. Oh, so you know what I mean? So you do get you do get people saying I'm selling this, and then people saying oh I could sell it, blah blah blah. It's a barter system. This is just honestly, I went on there this morning and just took the first couple. This really is just the whole site. Um, so this is um, uh, from someone in Darwin, and they're saying hello. I want some help on Monday, Tuesday with some cleaning. Just fans, windows, walls. Are there any cleaners looking for a cash job? Please comment or PM me for an, your hourly rate. I'll be cleaning too. I just like an extra pair of hands. Okay. Thanks. That seems very polite. Yep. The only comment on this is uh, from one person um, about 10 hours after it was posted. And it just says, do it yourself. Don't be lazy. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got them there. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what a kind of place Darwin Buy Swap Sell is. Right. So it's, 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 I mean, that that kind of, I actually don't think that's a great representation because that just suggests there's no nonsense, right? (laughs) And... Otherwise, it is nothing but nonsense is my understanding. That's true. I'll, I'll give you one uh, that we can maybe chat about for a bit. Mm. This was taken... So we're recording this on a Monday. This is important information. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, this was posted at... Let me just work out with some maths. 4 a.m. on okay. a Sunday morning. Okay, okay. Now, this is from Darwin Buy Swap Cell. I just want to... Mm-hmm. And somebody has posted the group... Is there any chance that somebody is willing to sell me some alcohol this time of night around Palmerston? <laughs> wow. It's a bold move. Yeah. 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 Um, do they have a, because uh, in Sydney there is a service you can call. There is. That delivers alcohol to you. Presumably yeah. Darwin, a smaller city, might not have this service. The way that works. Mm. Do you know how that works? Uh, well, you call them up and they bring you alcohol. Yeah, but do you know how the loophole works? What loophole? It's so great because it's illegal, right? Oh, yeah, I do know. But I'll let you tell it. Sure. Uh, do they do, you, do they bring like a packet of chips or something? They like, do. So it's like it's a food delivery service. Yeah. Well, no, it's oh, a, with like free with a free bottle of wine and also yeah, a piece of beer. It's a, it's a courier service <laughs> because right. like it stands to reason that if I want to thank a client, I need I need clients first. If I got a client, yeah. for a job, so that, start a business. Start a, if I started a business, <laughs> okay. What's your business? Um, it's thanking clients. Ba- <laughs> yep, <laughs> thanking clients. Business. We okay. thank clients. Okay, cool. And so I want to send a bottle of wine to that client to right? thank. Them for th- thank you for your ongoing. I want to be able to career that any time of the day, right? Okay. Because Mr. Hiroshito <laughs> in Japan is really big on yeah, twenty four hours. It's a, it? it's a global industry. Yeah, yes, there's a time difference. You would be sending it like yeah. it's actually what? that analogy doesn't work because he has to be Mr. Hiroshito's v- visiting, and I want to thank him. Yeah, I don't want to have to wait until trading hours are open to be able to send. So I'll just send a courier uh-huh. to his hotel room with a bottle of wine and a gift to is say... Mr. Is Mr. Hiroshito, is he a Chinaman? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I've seen him. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, meant, I meant Benjamin Law. Oh, right. <laughs> um, From the checkout? Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, so it's under that principle right. that you are gifting something. Because when you fill it out, I don't know if it's this anymore because I think somebody finally in the state legislature was like, that's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> Um, but you have to gift it to somebody and it's like, oh, my pisshead mate who's also getting drunk <laughs> oh, with me. I see, I see. Keep, yeah. Follow your or, dreams. Or I'm Lee Anthony is it gifting to Anthony Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely um, here. And then you, you go and put a fake mustache <laughs> on to pick it up. But I don't think 
that they have won them in, mm, in Darwin. In, so this person Darwin. is just trolling Facebook for, can anyone bring me some beer? <laughs> can anyone bring me some beer? My in-laws live in Darwin. I've been there a couple of times. I reckon the only place you'd, like obviously a pub, but the casino, but nowhere would, yeah, th this person wants it to come to them. Yeah. They can't I, go and get I it. I think this person is actually saying, if you have a six pack in your fridge, bring me that six and, pack. And you're awake at four in the morning. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Bring me that six pack and I will pay... Slightly above market rates for that six pack. <laughs> I will let you watch me drink <laughs> yeah, that six exactly. pack. So I do. Uh, you, you both know I work overnight. I work night times mm. because I'm a shift worker and therefore a hero. I, yeah. I won't hear any. <laughs> You're not like okay. I'm basically a nurse or a fire person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think anyway. Billy Bragg's written a song about <laughs> about the, the triple um, J overnight stay shift. <laughs> stay up late and get very few text messages. Yeah. Um, but four a.m. is an odd hour, right? Because it is an hour when people who have been up all night are just starting to go to bed and. Yeah. People who are getting up very early are just starting to get up. It's so the, I question you, Ben. Do you think this person has just risen up and they're like, breakfast beers, let's go for it? <laughs> or it's like the tail end of a party. He's like, no, guys, don't worry. Don't leave. There's beer coming. It's fine. I've got yeah. this. I'm going to solve this problem, guys. Yeah. Watch this. Gets on Facebook. <clears throat> <laughs> I think you'll find they have this sorted. <laughs> how many members are there? Like if there's thousands and thousands of members, I can see how they might think that might work. There are a lot of members. I don't well, know. Presumably, I don't... a lot of the members are like you, Ben, and they're just bystanders. <laughs> yeah, who doing it for their own podcast. <laughs> about the classifieds. Yeah, for the Darwin Bicep Cell podcast. Yeah, mm. it's a quality podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I am actually surprised that not only did he not get anybody offering him beer, but that guy didn't come back and be like, just wait till morning, you, you lazy <laughs> yeah. can't. <laughs> get, it, get it yourself, <laughs> you lazy maybe, drongo. Maybe he's like the low key Tony Robbins of, of Darwin Buy Swap Cell, that he just motivates people to do better. <laughs> oh, yeah, the motivational speaker, Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah. rather he's, than just telling you to believe in yourself, he's just like, oh, just someone's like, I'm yeah. giving away an ex ski. He's like, don't. Yeah. Just do it. It's his version of making you walk on hot coals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And touring soon to Townsville. <laughs> his seminar, don't be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you just fucking get up and do it, <laughs> yeah. eh? You are lazy. <laughs> Don't. Uh, all right, let's move on. Lee, do you have one that you want to do? I do. Uh, I have one here, and the heading is Kids Bracelet. Uh-huh. Uh, downtown Civic Van Ness. So that's taken from Craigslist. Cool. Uh, in the States somewhere, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, now, it has a picture, and it, it contextually it needs... Uh, the picture is of... So it has a picture, and the picture is of... Anal beads. Okay. Uh, it's clearly anal beads. We've all had a look. We all agree. Uh, it's not just me. I'm yeah. not the, the anal beads expert here so in the room. Jury, the jury is well and truly yes. in. So it's anal beads and definitely not a child's it's bracelet. It's not a child's bracelet. Well, uh, one man's anal beads. So, uh, <laughs> well, pretty much. Uh, I'm giving away this funky kid's friendship bracelet and some other items from our garage sale. Mm. Found it in a box after my wife divorced me. <laughs> I don't think she's used it much. At least I never saw her wearing it. Oh. Anyway, oh, it's, it's quite sad. Anyway, it seems to be in decent condition, although the rope has really taken a beating. <laughs> Slightly stretches out. Still has good elasticity. It is great for a young girl as a going back to school gift. I'm not exactly sure how it goes on. It could also make a funky anklet or a keychain. That could be a bit cumbersome, though. Could be added to a charm necklace as well. You get the idea. <laughs> That's the copy. Uh... Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be used for all those things, or just just popping it up your butt. <laughs> That's another. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Oh. I mean, if I want to take the flip side of this, mm. could I say that by the same token, any beaded necklace 
Oh, are good. anal beads if you put them in your bottom. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing that happens. Yeah, you can put any kind of bead or marble up your bottom then. <laughs> so. Can I more than I, one. Do you think do you think the, the, the kind of sad and romantic and a little bit poetic story behind this is that this woman had a sexual desire that was never fulfilled. This the husband never knew about it and the woman was like, Well, I'm leaving you because you cannot fulfill me. Uh, but she never so, kind of told him specifically exactly, why. Exactly, because because there's you know these barriers we build up between you know, it, this is essentially a Margaret Atwood novel. It, yeah, that. Have <laughs> Did you she read about anal beads? No, no. I've never, no, I've never read a Margaret Atwood novel. Okay, but I, I read. I saw the title of one was called The Blind Assassin. Sure, ass ass in yeah, was exactly. what you were. Yeah. You know what's funny about Margaret Atwood? <laughs> that she is kind of famous for writing a lot of different genres and styles and themes and tones, and you picked. Something that she definitely isn't, which is <laughs> impressive in a way. Do you think her email address is margaret at wood.com? <laughs> oh you can you can cut that out if you like. You can edit that out. Oh uh, no, <laughs> I saw a I saw a picture of Booker I think she won the Booker. Booker Prize, Booker Man Prize winning author Margaret Atwood wearing spooky spooky vampire fangs. Uh, and it was the best. For She was promoting Comic Con? Well, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> she was helping promote an Iranian. Was it the Joss Whedon remake of Blind Assassin? It was. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. there. I cannot. Ever, I, I, just, I just can't believe how off the mark you can be about something <laughs> so broad, starring the author as well. That's yeah. an unusual twist. And she was promoting an Iranian feminist vampire movie, and that's how she decided to do it by wearing. Was she related to this movie at all? No, she was just like, that seems like a cool idea. <laughs> and either and either she turned up wearing them, and they were like, um, to the premiere, Ms. Uh, Atwood. You go, no, no, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. So not really that kind of a (laughs) Or They were like She was like I'm just so happy to help this out Obviously feminism is a big call And they were like Could you put this in (laughs) And she was unbelievably Gracious and fine with it Oh uh, yeah I mean I thought you'd want me here For my like My my literary skills I could do like a reading Or I could do a really Uh, Just the fangs Just the fangs Is is really all we need Could you Could you do the voice as well I'm I'm not Come on Just do the Come on She's got a cape And this 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 high hair This really high hair It just seems that you're putting So much makeup on me That anyone could (laughs) (laughs) Alright everyone Everyone who wants their photo Take them with the vampire line up on the right, please. <laughs> I just thank you so much. Our cousin pulled out. <laughs> oh goodness me! Um, do you? Oh, it, I mean, what do you hope happened here? Do you think somebody? You hope that somebody discreetly contacted the seller and told them the. Or do the you error. think someone was like? Oh, I mean, I guess in an ideal world, someone who doesn't know they're selling anal beads and somebody too shy to buy anal beads, that is a match made in heaven. Yeah, so this person is like, oh, yes, I'll take your uh, bracelet. Yes, for my child. They they will love to put this on. Their wrist and not in their bottoms. (laughs) Not in my bottom. Anyway. uh, (laughs) It suffices to say that this won't be in anyone's bottom. Mm. And then the hands touched as they were picking it up and they fell in love. Eyes met. And Mr. Divorcee uh, has uh, a new new friend. Who also is too shy to tell him. That relationship is also (laughs) too. And that actually is the plot of, um, I believe, the robber bride. <laughs> Do you know, oh, can we just go back to some, some brief Margaret Atwood chat? Sure. I'm just going to put out, I don't know who that person okay. is either. So, Author. That's yeah. Ba- yeah. yeah. She wrote a book called The Blind Assassin, which is half sci-fi, mm. um, basically. And um, Anya knows that I really like sci-fi. Because you're a nerd. Sure. Yeah, I'll and put she, it out there. And she knows that I also quite like Margaret Atwood. And she was like, you should read... Um, this book because it's it's half of it is satire, uh, half of it is sci-fi, and half of it is kind of just normal 
uh, people stories yeah. about people in Canada. And um, the book she gave me was called The Robber Bride, which w- is about a bunch of women in Canada getting old and their lives <laughs> falling apart. So you and read this? I read the whole book. <laughs> or maybe Where's the robot? Yeah. Or maybe the 80% of the book maybe before I was like, I don't think anyone's a robot, if I'm <laughs> honest, Margaret Atwood. <laughs> Do you think Anya has just like done some next level interpretation of the characters there? She's read and been like, oh, clearly, clearly Megan's a cyborg. That's yeah, obvious. Yeah. Or, or you, you get to the end, there's like an extra handwritten page, and then one of the faces <laughs> fell off, and they were all robots. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like your handwriting. Sheepishly, Anya. sorry. <laughs> because, yeah, the blind assassin is. is... But she gave you the wrong book, yeah. and you misunderstood yeah. it. Anyway. Wow. Uh, can I read you? Can I share this one with you sure. guys? Sure. This is taken from uh, Craigslist in London, in the United Kingdom. Hello, London. And it's uh, from Men Seeking Men, and it's entitled, Who Can Shoot the Bigger Load? Ooh. Uh, Northwest London. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. I'm very horny with a massive <laughs> load stored up. Very heavy cummer. Um, spelt C-U-M-M-E-R. Looking for other guys with big uh, loads for a bet. Meet up, okay. wank off, and see who shoots the most. Loser has to eat the winner's cum and maybe get fucked hard too. Now, so far, <laughs> whatever. You know, like if you want to meet up and have a, have a competition with this guy, fine. Yeah, go for it, right? This is the caveat that I think is kind of interesting. I am not looking for guys who shoot small loads and just want to eat cum. <laughs> this is a competition. <laughs> Please send a message if you're interested and let's make this happen. <laughs> It's really tough being a guy who shoots small loads and just wants to eat cum out there. Because you turn up and you're just like, oh, oh no, I lost. Oh, now I'm going to have to eat. No, you, you'll try. You can do oh, better than yeah. that. So that, that's what it is. It's people who are taking a dive. Yeah. He's like, no, you're not going to take a dive. I know, you, I know you've been taking performance unenhancing drugs. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, it's hard to find out how big a load someone else shoots until they've already shot that load. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? So you could think, you, I mean, that's the other thing. You could turn up thinking that your load is quite impressive. You turn yeah. up and shoot a small load. He's like, you're a liar. You're a cheat. Yeah. You're taking a dive. He's like, no, I'm trying my hardest. I thought I had a big load. Yeah. <laughs> well, teach me. I wonder, I mean, there's got to be a reservoir, right? Yeah, you would You're not just going to have to just yeah, go around the room. Dead. It's over <laughs> No, I, <laughs> I mean, like, there's got to be a central point. Yeah, uh, like, like where all the... Well, it can't go all into the same place. Oh, so, oh, so you mean, like, into your own separate measuring cups? Like a yeah. Pyrex dish? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. or a, um, I don't know. And then I think someone from the Guinness World Records has to be there? <laughs> or... Yeah, that's the other thing. It's a total rip-off. You've got to buy the guy a flight, and you've got to you know, provide them with accommodation while he's out there to judge your load competition. And Ugh. if you don't fail, like, if you fail, it's still just... It's just it's still got to pay. wasted your load for nothing. <laughs> I don't... I feel bad for the person who comes third... <laughs> like the person who wins gets to be like, well, I got the person who loses. They get to eat the cum, mm, which they're into, obviously, because they've shown. Unless up. they're not, unless they're like so convinced. Yeah, that I'm gonna, gonna win. Yeah, uh, I'm, not gonna, oh. I'm not gonna be eating cum today. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so you reckon you? T- oh, so do you reckon there's a guy who turns up who hates the idea of eating cum? Yeah, and he's just turned up and he's like, yeah, but I'm gonna show you. Yeah, and right, so and because he a, wants it so bad too, he just that, wants the medal. Yeah, right. he doesn't come for like a month. Wait, what, yeah. is, what does the winner get? Uh, is no, it not specified? No. Just the pride? Yeah, <laughs> loser has to eat the... Wi- yeah. Oh, send me a message if, if you're interested and let's make this happen. Ideas for forfeits and punishments for the loser are readily acceptable. So no details about what you get when you win. I think he reckons he's going to win. Yeah, it, it's, it's certainly a confident winner who doesn't even need to publish oh, a prize. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing if he... Like it's like England inventing soccer and then being shit at it. Like right, I see, I see. Someone, so he's yeah. put it out and then he's just like, oh yeah. Imagine if he was like, come, come check Johnny and his big load. Good luck, <laughs> coming in all takers. And then everyone's like, whoa, that's not. 
That's that a very small <laughs> amount of semen. That that's is an, an, a mediocre. Yeah, that's <laughs> whoa. Get out of here. What were you comparing that to? Like, what was your really? <laughs> He'd just been brought up all his life to believe that he was he had a big incredibly love. both supportive and creepy parents. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask? Uh, and this is maybe this is too filthy, so we might cut it out. I don't yeah. know. But you know how there is a type of movie popular in the sort of late nineties, early two thousands that is uh, animal competes. In like a baby pig in the city kind of thing, where animal competes in a sport not meant for that animal. Do like, you know anything about the plot of anything? <laughs> oh no, fuck! That was the plot of Baby. It was a yes. sheepdog, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, oh no! He also went to the city in Babe Two Pig in the Big city. city, which is traditionally which he... the job of a person. Yeah. <laughs> so beating us at our own game, our own sport, or the uh, sport of you know Air Bud, Air Bud you know yeah. type thing. Yeah. What animal do you think you could enter into this heartwarming film? Is this too filthy? We'll cut this. Maybe we'll cut no, this out. Horse. <laughs> you, you turn up and you're like, didn't say anywhere in the rules. That a horse couldn't enter, and the guy's like, "What?" And you're like, "We're gonna save this pub." <laughs> <laughs> and then the horse just ejaculates everywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I don't know if we'll keep that in. It's too gross. Let's uh, let's move on anyway. Ben, do you have what if, you want to do? Yeah, if you are listening to this, we have jumped the shark. Um, <laughs> oh, shark! Shark would be great. <laughs> um, this one is not from Darwin Biceps Cell. Mm-hmm. This is a, just a bit of a bit of a mystery. This one. This is um, from uh, Bade Hills in Queensland. That is such a simple pronunciation, but I know I've gotten it wrong. Yeah, it could be Bade Hills. Yeah. Baddy Hills. Um, okay, this is all in caps. Wanted. Needed alternating pressure mattress. And then the copy is needed for high risk patient. Can pay. <laughs> uh, ASAP. <laughs> What is going on? What is a high? What is it? What is a high alternating pressure mattress? What I have that? not a clue. Uh, uh, well, if you break it down, mm-hmm. and I'm just going from the information I have in front from of me, the words, yes, the pressure is not low, uh-huh. but it changes. Right, so it goes which, from okay, I don't know. low to high. What's the pressure in a mattress? I guess that's the, the amount of area, right? It was. Is it an air mattress? Or well, it... I, I don't see how you're going to alternate the pressure on any other kind of material mattress. Well, maybe you have hydraulics installed in the springs. I you don't could. know. How is this? So, so best guess, what do you think this is? This is a person who wants urgently a mattress. That but goes... like very urgently. Yeah. Because it says a high risk patient can pick up immediately. Right. So maybe this is... And it's all, oh, I should say, oh. it's all in caps. Oh, I, obviously what this is. This is a, for a person who changes suddenly from being low pressure to high pressure. I think we... We all know who this is, the Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) Were you waiting for us to join in on that? Yeah, I figured that was very obvious. Guys, guys. is that like a diver who went from the bottom of the ocean (laughs) and came up too quickly? Oh, yeah. No, that's another option. Yeah. Or like Augustus Gloop. (laughs) (laughs) No, just talking about rapidly expanding people. No, wait, wait. Was Augustus Gloop? Augustus Gloop died by chocolate in yeah, the pipe. Yeah, you're yeah. thinking of Violet Beauregard, who became a giant blueberry. Okay, well, it's for her then. Yeah, or okay. maybe it's like someone who it's had a really, <laughs> like a really fast-paced uh, job in the city, like a high-pressure job, oh. and they've taken like a sea change. Right, this is like a city mouse, country mouse type thing. Yeah, and yeah. now they're ill. It's uh, Babe 3, picking back at the farm. <laughs> <laughs> but high risk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just say, just going back a little bit, I am so fucking glad you corrected me for... That Willy Wonka thing. Right, because, because otherwise... it's just the sort of thing that, you know... <laughs> uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't live with yourself. I really you? couldn't. But I, I reckon... No ben, one would let me. Now, knowing the speed at which we will get emails uh, from people listening to this podcast, 
the time it took me in the time it took me to correct you, someone listening to this has probably already emailed us. They're, they're sitting there with an open email. With <laughs> yeah, they're like your oh, emails. Yeah, the subject corrections, and they're just ready. Ben <laughs> fucked up this following thing. They're ready, just ready. Ben said, you know, <laughs> do you know what I do? You know what I just did? You may have noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just opened my phone mm-hmm. um, to check. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you'd received any emails. Yeah. Forgetting yeah. that there's kind of a strange thing about podcasting <laughs> yeah, in that it's, it's almost like living the life of a time traveller. Well, no, Ben. It's living the life of someone who records something and then... Put, it's like not a, a time traveller. No, no, no. It's not. Hello, listen. I am, I am from your past. Don't blink. <laughs> Quick, tell us the sports results, Ben. <laughs> from the past. Oh, the dogs won. Oh, Yay. last week. Last week. Uh, the, they drew the test match. So that's not useful for you now, or... Hmm. <laughs> Please write us an email. Tell us how we can solve this time paradox. Um, so the only thing that... I mean, aside from what the fuck this person's actually asking for, mm. um, the fact that it it seems like this person is undergoing some sort of medical emergency mm. for on, on behalf of somebody else. Yes. And Gumtree is where they've gone. <laughs> like, that's been their triple zero. Yeah, this is the opposite... Uh, kind of person, but with this, doing this, trying the same solution as the person putting the alcohol on wanted at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. the internet is going to help me solve this problem. I'm going to put this ad out there. I might not get a drink. Well, that's less urgent. This, but yeah. someone's going to die if I don't get this mattress. <laughs> and I'll go to Gumtree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the other thing, Ben. In 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 the, the even in the globalized economy we live in, this sort of city that never sleeps of Sydney, Australia. There's mm. still not a 24 hour high pressure mattress store. You nope, know, nope. and that. Is a travesty. That I is think. a travesty. You know, it is disgusting. Oh, he can't want it that bad also because I just noticed that he wants this for free. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone's like, oh, yeah, I mean, sure, I'm 10 bucks or he's like, oh. oh. Well, I guess I'll just have to tell my patient they're going to die. <laughs> and that's yeah. on you now. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, um, I'm a terrible doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just put my finger up people's butts. <laughs> Oh, man. Lee, do you have another one there? I do. I do. This is semi-used and brand new Gelish Harmony Soak-Off Polish. And it's $600. Right. So and this is a type of nail polish, I think? Yeah. It's it's basically it's a list of a whole bunch of different nail polishes that they're selling, I think, all together. So all items are 100% authentic, made in the USA. Mm-hmm. Excellent condition. With only a few of them used once or twice. Most of them are still new, never been used. Contents in the bottle are full. Okay. okay. But then the interesting part of it is all the names that these uh, nail polishes have. Uh-huh. There's some quite regular ones there. There's, there's about 40 or 50 different in the list here. There's some like Tiger Blossom or A Mint of Spring. Uh-huh. But then there's Usha Kucha Bing Bang Bam. <laughs> <laughs> with no indication of what that color might be. <laughs> like, so say oh it again. Oh my God, is that... Are you wearing Usha Kucha Bing Bang Bam? <laughs> do, you know, yes. do you know what that is? That is somebody's... Racist uncle at Christmas <laughs> impersonating any race. <laughs> there could be so many races. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got Tiki Tiki Laranga. No, that's that's same actually. Same. Yeah. Uh, Orange Cream Dream Candyland Collection. Okay. <laughs> Coco Cabana Banana. <laughs> They're just funny words. Uh, make you blink pink. Oh, which that's a horrifying shade of pink that yeah. actually you know stares into oh. your soul. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like neon. It's uh, very upsetting. Yeah. Sometimes a girl's got a glow. <laughs> All I know about that one, I reckon it's glow in the dark. Oh, and and not for always. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, just sometimes. <laughs> shake till you samba. Oh, hang on. I think I could shake indefinitely <laughs> before you started to samba. It's not like. Shaking yeah. it's barely Sha- leads this to This isn't a sort of yeah. monkeys and typewriter situation. <laughs> <laughs> you have, a no, fight, you have an infinite amount of monkeys 
with an infinite amount of time will well, eventually sum up. Monkey, monkey typewriter until you Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what colour that is either. I think this is uh, your favourite thing. Uh, easy wizzy, let's get busy. <laughs> Again, what colour? <laughs> just tell me the colour. Yeah, green would suffice. Just green is fine. Light <laughs> green. <laughs> it would just be great if in amongst all that there was red. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's caution. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's probably orange yeah. like or amber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uber, uber blue. <laughs> I think it's uber, uber blue, but it's O-O-B-A. How is that, How is that different to blue? <laughs> well, it's uber, uber blue. Oh. So blue. This this could be my favourite. Close your fingers and close your eyes. <laughs> what? what the fuck help is the fucking nail polish there? Because this nail polish is terrible. <laughs> it, it's a, yeah, it's a nail polish that can only be appreciated by smelling through sound, I think. Radiance is my middle name. Oh, oh please. <laughs> the, the, the great googly moogly. <laughs> and free shipping within Australia. So. <laughs> That's the shittest one of all. Uh, 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 if I had to pick a favourite, and I, I, I mean, I mean, the great googly moogly is pretty good. I'm still on board for easy whizzy. Let's get busy. Oh my goodness! You know how um, the Inuits apparently had a thousand words. Uh, yeah, these people have a hundred names for red. Yeah, <laughs> these yes. are all red. Yeah, using a box is all the one color. They've just taken oh. one big tub of red makeup and poured it into oh. a. Oh. And don't mix. I know they didn't have that many words for snow. Don't. <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted. I can't. Oh, right. it's good. It's good. You should put the whole list up on the uh, on the Facebook. Oh, we definitely will. We definitely will. Do we? We have time for one more. One more. And I thought I might share this one with you guys um, before we get out of here. This one. Oh, this one is taken from the Sydney uh, Personals, Craigslist, under the Casual Encounters uh, segment. And I again, this is just one that's kind of a, a bit of a sex made up type one, but there's just a lot of logistics involved in this, mm-hmm, and a mm-hmm. lot of kind of like, it, it seems like someone has put this together with like a spreadsheet. Uh, you'll see what I mean. Sexy. Right. Yeah. Uh, a sex sales spreadsheet, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> a bed spreadsheet. <laughs> Funny. Hey, uh, I, one. I, I don't have one. I don't have one. <laughs> Fuck graph! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's entitled Tomorrow Morning, Man, for, uh, man Woman Seeking a Man in the Sydney CBD. Tomorrow morning, after my wife leaves for work, mm. I will be taking her freshly worn panties and a few pics of her jacking me off, etc., to work. Looking for a big dick, wanting a blowjob from horny hubby while you smell my wife's panties and look at her slutty pics. Sure. I will need you to come in her panties so that she can wear them to work on Wednesday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Such a flow chart. If this, then this. The lucky guy will also get a pic of her on Wednesday of her in the panties (laughs) with your cum. To qualify this, you must be free between 8 and 9 a.m. tomorrow, be within 15 minutes of the CBD and be at least 8 inches. This may very well lead to more fun experiences, but will need to be organized. She is 26, so no super old guys, no pick hunters. You'll be instantly deleted. Wife will not be there tomorrow as discussed above. Please reply with all details, including phone number, location, and stats picks for this is a one-time offer. Now, this is probably... I said it was a kind of a logistics thing. I, yeah. Could this be the worst logic puzzle ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to twist it really hard and pull it apart. That's um, not a logic puzzle, is it? Hang on. So if right. Mary is taller than Jeff, yeah. and Jeff and, is going to... But she has to wear the panties on a Wednesday, Wednesday, and you can't be there 
unless it's between eight and nine on a Tuesday. I mean, look, this is getting ridiculous how many times I say this, but and I'm starting to sound somewhat paranoid, but this is definitely a spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the yeah. moon will only align yeah. in that one hour. Yeah, you, like the, you, the, you can only read the panties with a come on them in the light of the moon rooms. <laughs> yeah. and can I, like, so much has to, has to and you'll, you'll pardon the bloody pun, but so much has to come together for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, I think he's quite separate from every... Oh, no, he's getting a blowjob. He's getting a blowjob. So they do come together. And <laughs> yeah. Pun stands. Uh, <laughs> objection like, withdrawn. But but also like, you need to find such a specific person. Mm. Yeah. Not least of all, with you need to you need to find somebody with this extremely specific fetish. Yeah, and it's, because it's, it's not like it's not if you were like, hey, look, I'm I'm happy to blow you and jack off into the panties, but I'm not really interested in the pictures. That seems like part of the deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, who's getting up at eight o'clock to go for a random sex meetup? What's like? I yeah. don't wake up till midday most. I mean, and I know that I wake up late, but yeah. you know, I'm not getting up. I'm not setting an alarm to get a blowjob. And then you got to have breakfast. You got to like have a shower, and like only so you, after that does sex start yeah, to enter I mean, your consciousness. Hey, can, can I posit another thing too? Mm. To put this out another way, um, hey, first up, um, how would you like to get a lot of your DNA? Uh, on my wife's possessions oh. and a lot of your fingerprints on illicit photographs of her. Oh. So it's an entrapment spell. Entrapment <laughs> spell. This is, so, so you think this could be much more sinister and this is some well, sort of I movie think... plot where there's a, a murder oh, to be faked. Yeah. Yeah. So then this person... You, or a robbery or something. The or movie a, opens yeah. with this person being arrested going, I didn't do anything and then we flash back to oh. him yeah. jacking the panties. Yeah, and... And, and like honestly, you would have a cop being like, are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> he gets out. Let me just put this into a flow chart. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, went, you woke up at six o'clock in the morning yeah. within 15 minutes of the CBD on a train traveling west. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Aha, but I found out your dick is only seven inches. It yeah. couldn't have been you. And you live in a lighthouse. The, um, Next season the, of Serial, please. At the, very, <laughs> at the very least, the thing that's sinister about this that mm. I pick up is that the wife doesn't know about this? Oh well, what? So she's like, so they're like, so what? You're thinking in this situation, it's like, hey, honey, put on those panties. I wore those yesterday. Just put them on. No, these, I wore them these, two days ago. Right. Oh, yes. These smell odd. Yeah, they smell put like. Put them on. Put them on. Put them on. <laughs> <laughs> they smell like my brother's cum. Is that too much? That's too much. I'm sorry. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, like. Look, it's it's very possible that she does, mm. but maybe I just think the worst of people. Mm. But it just seems like. It, this doesn't like. Why I would, wouldn't she be posting the ad? Like that's the way to make it short. Yeah. Right? it's like, hey, oh, I want to go to work. Oh, right, yeah, guys earning money. Also, He's can, a house husband. <laughs> can one of the pictures be one of the sexy pictures be of her holding, holding the newspaper, newspaper <laughs> <laughs> the sign that says I'm fine with this. <laughs> Just uh, big thumbs up, big cheesy <laughs> grin. I mean, look, organised people need love too. Yeah, they and do. That's man. cool. And you've got to finish their busy schedule. No yeah. nonsense. No you nonsense. Imagine if I mean, look, look, nothing to take away nothing from anybody with a with a very specific or wackadoo fetish. But like, well, I think the word wackadoo probably does take a little bit. <laughs> <away from laughs> <their fetish. laughs> but can you imagine being like? That's like my, you know, the the the, the uncle trying to be trying to be accepting at Christmas. Yeah, yeah I, like, I approve your wackadoo lifestyle. Come on, yeah. mate. Yeah, talking, I love Brian. He's, he's bloody fantastic. He's a good bloke. Talking to the niece with like a bondage collar on. I, I love your wackadoo yeah. bloody fetish. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying that it would be not great to work out that that's your thing. Mm, that, yeah. Like that, that incredibly specific set of circumstances. Yeah. It, happens, yeah. it happens only once every seven years. Yeah. So that's yeah. particularly frustrating. You just about being it. like, oh, 
I guess I've got to find a couple who, where the wife has a busy lifestyle and the man. No, I mean from the the guy posting the ad. I mean from his perspective, being like, oh, I actually really only get off after taking a picture of somebody wearing my uh, my wife wearing. Somebody, her own panties that someone has jizzed into. That's a day before that we'd or, that she'd already worn two days before. Yeah, that's. I mean, wow. I wish it was leather that I was into. That's yeah. yeah. Or just just boobs. <laughs> Why can't I be a boob guy? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that is all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, please find it in iTunes and rate and review it. Uh, Lee, would you do you have anything you might want to plug that the Axis or yourself have coming up? Maybe yeah. a festival show of sorts? Yes, like you said, I am doing my one-man show, Lee Namo in Finding Lee at the <laughs> Melbourne... Can I tell you, it took me about a month to work out what the joke was there, and when I did, I was the happiest I've ever been. I now, still get people... Uh, I judge people if they say to me, uh, why didn't you call it Finding Namo? I'm like, get out of my life. <laughs> uh, you know who I'm talking to, Ashley. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm doing that Melbourne Comedy Festival, um, six shows at the Butterfly Club... Yeah. Fantastic. Friday, Saturday, 10.30, and maybe at the Sydney Comedy Festival if they come back with an offer. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> and butterflies get in free at the Butterfly Club. That is true. So, in uh, fact, it's exclusively for butterflies. Dress so. as a butterfly, sting like a... No, that's not weird. That's weird. Um, oh, can you imagine like a, bou- a, a wee little bouncer there and then a caterpillar rolls up? And he's and like, he's, no, not to the... Not yet, yeah. Then, <laughs> can I see some ID, yeah. please? <laughs> and he pulls out a photo of him with wings. Yeah. <laughs> this is your brother, clearly. Uh, um... Excellent stuff. Uh, so that's a what, what is the show? It's a sketch show. It's a, it's a one man sketch comedy characters. Mm-hmm. Look, it's it just uh, just doesn't defy definite. Uh, uh. It is undefined as exactly. Yet. But you exactly. did it at Melbourne Fringe. And I it, did. And yeah, it went quite yeah. Well there, so, so, it, so yeah, I do sketches. I play the bassoon. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a little bit. There is a little bit of magic in the show. There's a little bit of magic. Oh, yeah. can oh. I just ask you to reassure our listeners? <laughs> that you are not luring them into a bassoon recital that goes for an hour. <laughs> I shall make no such promises. <laughs> and you know what you're getting into. Um, ben, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I would love to plug um, the new TV show that Story Club is. That was, Yay. Um, it's on Wednesday nights on ABC2. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of people who you've heard on the podcast yep. um, and some people who you've seen on the television. Yeah, we're talking Ben Jenkins. We're talking Zoe Norton Lodge. Yep. We're talking Mark Sutton. Yep. Um, David Cunningham. Eddie Sh- David Cunningham, Eddie Sharp. Loads of very, very funny um, people. And then as well as like some famos, as we call them. Um, I've got to say though, ABC2 is running this um, campaign uh, for this week's episode where they're like, who is it? They have like, it's me, um, but then they have another person who's pixelated. And I fear that that might be um, bigging it up a little bit. Oh. Because the guest, and I'm, I'm just going to say it. Is Tupac Shakur. Is Tupac Shakur. Okay. Uh, Hologram. Hologram and rapper. <laughs> And that's um, why they're pixelated. Yeah, because of the hologram yeah, yeah. The connection it's, is it's a different bandwidth. Yeah, um, it's Jonathan Holmes, who's very funny, but obviously, and Media Watch host, ex Media Watch host. Is but that a certainly, joke? is that a joke about Media Watch? Do they often blur people's faces out or something on Media Watch? No, or? I think I, I think a lot of people are going to be upset when it's not too packed. They're going with the angle. Uh, this person's so famous, yeah, you won't believe it. Yeah, right. or it could be they could I be believe. like, yeah, they could be like, oh, this is a convicted murderer or something. Yeah. Show their face. Yeah, and I'm not nothing against Jonathan Holmes. His story is magnificent. It's mm. it's a it's. A, I was there for the live taping of that. Very, very funny. It's a great yarn. Very, very funny. Um, and yeah, so that's on Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock. If you want to watch it, that'd be super great. And is there a way people overseas can watch this at all? Come to Australia, mate. Best country in the bloody world. <laughs> Don't be lazy. Don't um, be so lazy. It's going to go up on IV as well, right? It'll go up on IV, but that's geo-blocked. Um, but we also are going to start putting it up on YouTube. So. Oh, fantastic stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I have a thing I want to plug as well, uh, which is if you're listening to this on the, on the week of the 19th of January, which is when this is going to go up, I'm going to be down in Melbourne doing gigs, uh, doing some stand-up comedy. So uh, all the Melbourne people who message me saying, oh, when are you coming to Melbourne? It's this week. 
Um, so I'm doing, uh, I'm doing Splain, I'm doing Imperial, Crab Lab, and a few other rooms. <clears throat> and then on the Friday night, which is the 23rd of January, perhaps involving Mr. Lee Namo, uh, community television in Melbourne has foolishly given me an hour to do whatever I want on television. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, those, those simple, <laughs> simple fools. I know, these idiots. <laughs> so I think we're going to have a lot of past guests on the show. Uh, people like, I think, Genevieve Fricker, I think... I think Greg Larson will be involved. I haven't really planned it out yet. Uh, I think I'm going to do a vegan cooking segment. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I have an hour of television to fill. Uh, so, yeah, we got to watch that. Uh, oh, or... yes, definitely watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what it's going to be. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much, Lee, for doing the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Lee. It was a pleasure. We'll see you next time. Bye! If you like pina coladas What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.